Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Look at that. We got a fancy intro, Brian. Oh my God. I'm, I'm so proud of this. <laughs> yeah, our, my mom is going to be so proud of me. Yeah. Four years later, um, <laughs> we've got our first intro. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yes. Uh, cash call, everybody. Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis is back again for another week. And uh, we will just ignore all the techni technological glitches that we had prior to the. Know this. Brian and I are here earning the big dollars for our sales expertise and advice and not our technical skills. Right, Brian? Absolutely. Um, if we were employed for being technical, then uh, we would make less money than we're already not making. <laughs> yeah, I would be at I'd be working at Target. So, yeah, no, we're not. Uh, I, oddly enough, I'm a pretty techie guy, but uh, I don't know this tech. And like like everything else, it takes a takes longer for this old dog to learn new tricks. So, But I can still learn them. True, true. Uh, so I have a call today. And, um, you know, it's funny, man. I, I, I really I'm really enjoying the fact that I have this call to play from one of our clients uh, that's doing training with us. And you know, the reason I'm happy about this, actually, at first, it's going to sound like kind of a waste, right? It's he's calling into the database an old, really old lead that currently doesn't have any intent to do anything. But, you know, this is why we do this show or why, why I do this show, uh, Brian, is because, you know, I want us to to give the experienced nuance down to these other salespeople out there that are actively doing it. And if you don't listen to things like this as a team leader, as a, you know, as some, as a sales trainer, you don't know that these things are going on and you don't know that there's some opportunity being lost. So let me go ahead and, and not uh, chat it up too much. I'll go ahead and play it and then we'll talk about it. Uh, let me get this window out of the way. So am I sharing? No, here we go. There we go. This one. Share screen. I have to talk myself through this. Share screen, share tab, and go. All right. You'll just give me a thumbs up if you're here, Brian. Hello. Hey, is this Amy? It is. Hey, Amy. This is uh, Chancellor. I'm a local real estate advisor here in Tulsa. I was just going through some files and had seen uh, that you'd been in our, our system for a couple of years now and, and are still looking for a house. Are, are you still currently looking? No. Uh -uh. You're not looking anymore. No, no. Did you did you end up finding something? Oh, I've lived in my house I'm in for four years, <laughs> so I'm not oh, sure. Yeah. You have. Are Are you just kind of Are you just kind of seeing what's on the market and stuff? I don't know what you're referring to. Is it from me looking at something online? Yes, ma'am. Oh uh, yeah, I look at stuff all the time. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I'm not looking to move. Not looking to move. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll just keep sending you stuff just so you can kind of keep updated with market. Um, if you know of anybody, you know, friends or family that's, you know, needing some assistance in real estate, I'd love to help. Okay. Awesome. Well, thank you. All right. Now on its surface, that may seem like kind of a waste uh, of time, right? You know, if you're a salesperson and you, you know, you have that conversation with somebody, she's been in her house for four years. She's an old lead in the system. You know, he gave sort of a, a college effort. Hey, well, if you know anybody who's looking to make a move, let us know. Right. But here's where that here's how you can do that better. Let's let's do a little role play, Brian, and I'm going to be the the agent on this. And what I'll say is what you want to do is I want to build more rapport with this guy. 
right? I want to build more rapport. I want to make sure that if I'm going to have a conversation with him, I'm much more likely that it's going to be memorable and that he sort of becomes a part of my family now. Because as we're having these conversations with leads, there's going to be a lot more of them, especially ones who own property in our target market, who aren't going to be doing something or not ready to do something yet. But if you want to add them into your system for future business, then you have to make more of a mark on them than what this brief one minute call was. Right. So. So, Brian, why don't you just tell me that you've been in your home or uh, you're going to say that you've been in your home for four years. Right. After I say what I'm about to say. Got it, Brian. So, you know, looks like you've been looking at homes on our website or you you just like looking at, at homes. Yeah, I just like looking at homes. I, I've actually been in the house that I'm currently in for about four years now. I really like the house. Oh, that's fantastic, man. What neighborhood are you in? I'm in. Uh, yeah. Such and such neighborhood. <laughs> such and such neighborhood. That's fantastic. How did you happen to pick that neighborhood, Brian? I love that yeah, neighborhood. You know, just a little dumb luck. You know, I found a house that met my needs and it was uh, well within the price range. And so it all just kind of worked out. Had a good oh, agent working for me. That's fantastic. Yeah, great. You had a good agent working for you. Everybody needs a really good agent. Uh, let me ask you this, Brian. We do actually have a lot of buyers who are looking to move into your neighborhood. Uh, do you happen to know of anybody that's thinking of, you know, or thought about putting their home on the market or even curious about what they could get currently for their home? You know, I, I really don't know. I'm kind of a homebody, but uh, I do know that uh, I, I was talking to somebody in my neighborhood the other day who said that they were considering moving. And honestly, if you would call my next door neighbor and harass him, I would like him to move. So, <laughs> uh -huh. All right. That sounds great. So I'm going to break the role play there. I would continue going on to at some point get permission to be sending Brian stuff or keep him up to date on sales in his in his market. And, and notice I would ask permission to do that. Whereas what we heard is the agent skipped over the fact that she's been living there for four years, right? Um, I celebrated it, right? I now I'm talking to Brian as though I'm also part of the community. I'm also part of the neighborhood. I want to get his feedback about it. And really, I was teeing him up for the ability to ask him, do you know of anybody who's been thinking about this versus the what's that close called that sort of uh not soft close, Brian, but when you're the like, trial close? no, the, when, when it's like, oh, let me know if you run across somebody versus do you know somebody, right? Yeah. So I guess I wouldn't even consider that a close. That's why I didn't even know what you meant. <laughs> that's how, that's how weak of a close that is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when you say, oh, let me know if you run across somebody or let me know if somebody needs our help is so weak that like, it's not even worth registering. Uh, but I know there's a name for it. I forget what it's called. But what I did instead is I asked you directly and expected an answer. Right. Yeah. And then I would go on to ask permission to be sending you stuff rather than just saying, oh, Brian, hey, you don't have any need for me. Hey, you don't know who I am. OK, well, I'm going to keep sending you crap. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you can ask in a way that's uh, a little more aggressive than would it be OK if I sent you something? Hey, by the way, a lot of my clients or a lot of people, I send them reports that just give you an idea on the market. If it's OK with you, I'm just going to I'm going to continue to send those to you. And I asked, but I didn't really give her a chance to say no. I didn't say, would you like me to send you? Because that's a yes, no question that someone might say no to. If the person really doesn't want what I just said, They'll tell me, no, Brian, I really don't want that. Please don't send that to me. So, but if you ask them a yes, no question, they have to make a decision. By the way, most people default to no. So ask the question, just don't ask it in a way that it's simple. You can get a very simple knee jerk no for is, is where I fall. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I would say that call almost rolls into our circle prospecting script, right? Which this person should be trained on, which is, you know, you've said no, you don't know anybody, right? You have no plans. Hey, got it, Brian. You know what? Several of your neighbors have asked us to keep them up to date on home values and sales in your neighborhood. I can email the same information to you. What's your email address? Yeah. Or, you know, didn't, so Dale didn't say, is it okay if I send you that email? He said, what's your email address? And again, if the person doesn't want to give you their email address, they won't, but they're not going to say no. So go ahead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we use social proof in there. We use, um, you know, we tell them exactly what they'll get, what the value is and how they will get it, right? Which is via email. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's the that's the circle prospecting script. So that that ISA or agent needs to learn those so that he can punch up what he's doing, build more rapport, see if he can get a referral and then roll into a circle prospecting script to keep them into the database. And I actually want to tell this funny story. The reason why I wanted to play that call <clears throat> is because what was it? I think it was a for sale by owner that I prospected. I pro one time I prospected a for sale by owner and the for sale by owner would not budge, wouldn't hear it. No, 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 not going to do it. I'm doing it myself. I don't care what your magic words are. And so I was like, all right, fine. Hey, do you know anybody else who's thinking about selling their uh, property that m would benefit by using a real estate agent? Hey, yeah, as a matter of fact, I do. My friend Sheila uh, at work, I can connect the two of you. The FISBO referred me somebody who ended up buying and selling multiple millions of dollars over the years, right? Because I asked on what looked like and felt like a dead end call. Well, and you know, it's funny, I've got a similar call. It's, I wish it was my own, but it's not, where somebody called a lead and it wasn't them. They get they had the right phone number for the, for the wrong person. And the yeah. guy says, well, no, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. And, they, and the agent just, I, I, a friend of mine just impressed his head. He goes, you know what? I just went into, well, I understand that you weren't expecting this phone call and you haven't filled anything out. But by the way, any chance you're looking to buy or sell a house? And the guy goes, actually, yes, I am. Now, is that going to happen very often? No, but it happens zero times if you don't ask. So, yeah. you know, maybe that's one or two extra deals a year. Maybe it ends up being five or six extra deals a year. But you have to be willing to, to ask, I don't want to call them stupid questions, but questions that don't seem to make a lot of sense at the time. Like, because it, I, I used to call them Hail Marys when I was in other sales. Like, I'm done. I got nothing left. I've shot every right. bullet in my gun. I'll just throw this out there. I remember saying some, some way one time, I don't understand why you're not buying this. Just tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I just kind of threw my hands up. They gave me some more objections. And it gave me an opportunity to close those objections and they ended up purchasing. Did that happen often? Nope. But you have to be willing to throw a Hail Mary every once in a while and just kind of figure out like, what, what am I missing here? And by the way, you know, I understand that you're not looking to buy or sell. You have, by any chance you've been talking to your neighbors that they might be interested. One of the other things I used to say, and I made a joke about it as I was doing the client role play was do you have any neighbors you don't like who you'd like me to call and see if they were interested in selling their house people would laugh at that you know and again just people like you because it's funny so oh i got two neighbors i would love for you to call brian I'd love uh, for you, you know every uh, every morning at 5 a.m if you wouldn't mind so it's a funny thing you say literally the last house that i the second to last house that i sold the reason that we moved is because i hated my neighbors 
They weren't <laughs> bad people, but the one kid played drums in his garage all day long, and then the person on the other side would go out to all hours in the morning and leave her dog barking all night long. Oh, so God. they weren't bad people like on their surface, but it was really annoying to live next to drum guy and dog girl, and uh, <laughs> it just wasn't fun. So that's rough, man. Well, yep. I do have two. Yeah. So um, let's see. What do you have, Brian? You got a call for us today? I do. And I'm, I want to preface this a little bit. I have an, another call that I could play that I'm that I'm not going to. We won't have time. But this this was such a frustrating phone call to me. Actually, probably the five or six phone calls that I listened to this morning was such a frustrating thing for me. And, and I want to kind of just share why, um, because if my team is doing it, I'm going to go out on a limb and say we're not the only ones. And what it is, is intro scripts. And if you do not have a good intro script, the thing that you're saying the moment that you get on the phone, you're digging yourself a hole. So one of the phone calls I listened to this morning, they dug themselves a hole that they may not have been in because the guy wanted to talk to the listing agent. Well, if you'd done a better intro, there was a chance that they wouldn't even ask you that question because you're doing such a good job talking through this that the like, guy's like, yeah, you know what? I will work with you. I built good rapport with you. But if the very first thing that comes out of that person's mouth, because if it's, hey, hello, yeah, hey, hello, how can I help? Yeah, I want to talk to the listing agent. I haven't built rapport. I haven't shown my competence. I haven't done anything yet. And I've got to overcome an objection with zero rapport, zero credibility. Why would you set yourself up for that? So yeah, anyway, I'm going to play this call and I think you guys will get where I'm coming from here. And it's kind of an interesting thing. Um, I have not previewed this call with Dale, so it'll be interesting to see his thoughts on it as well. Um, yeah, it's an interesting thing that, that happens here. So here we go. Um, Dale and I believe that I have that I've figured out my uh, technical glitches. So hopefully we'll that out. will be true. And I'm going to click on that and hit share. Comments, Brian. I wonder if I'm not seeing any comments here. Weird. While you're doing that, I'm just okay. m m mentioning that I'm not seeing any comments. All Somebody right. comments something while we do this. Go ahead, Brian. Hello. Hello. Hi. So he got the hello, hello thing right. That being said, maybe it shouldn't have been there. <laughs> so this is, this is Frank with Curtis Realty Group. You were inquiring about a property on Realtor? Uh, yes, I'm looking for the listing agent um, of that property in uh, Rogers, Arkansas. Okay. And <clears throat> which property is it? Um, it is, let's see. Um, I don't know if there's an address listed here. It's Pinnacle Hills Parkway. Mm -hmm. um, and Angela Parker is the listing agent on, that I found. That sound right. So it's interesting, Dale, and this is kind of some feedback I want on this. I'm not sure how I feel about this, but he'll go through the rest of this call and he basically ignores the ask. So it's an interesting well, way to handle it. And uh, yeah, I'm just kind of intrigued to, to hear your feedback and I have some ideas around it as well. Okay. And what is your reason for reaching out to the listing agent on this? Uh, I am interested in the property. So just hoping to learn more about it. Absolutely. Um, 
if you give me about 30 minutes, I can get in front of my computer and I can get with Angela and we can get the information that you're looking for. What specifically is it that you need to pause it? Does he know Angela? Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's good. Good job. Yeah. No, it's an agent, another agent <laughs> at another brokerage. This, yeah, this is not, he's pretending like her, him and Angela are best friends and Angela has given him the right to, you know, work on his property. It's, it's actually, I think it's well done actually. So. I want everybody listening to hear what we just heard. This is your new official scripting, right? Uh, yeah, I can get with Angela and get your questions answered. Move the hell on. Okay. That's it. Right. Yeah. I can get with listing agent and uh, get your questions answered for you. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Um, either what specific questions do you have or, uh, you know, if every, if, if it looks like everything's going to work out for you, would you like to go see it? When would that be? Right. Just redirect it right to the showing. Perfect. Anyway, I'll play a little bit more. Okay. The information that you're looking for, what specifically is it that you need answers? Uh, just trying to learn more about it. Um, see photos, timelines, um, just trying to learn more as much as I can. Okay. Um, <clears throat> is this a good number to reach you back at? Yes, sir. Okay. Can you repeat it for me? Because actually, as I look, I, I, I don't have that number exactly. Yeah, sure. Um, my number is 413-374-5394. Perfect. If you just give me about 30 or 45 minutes, I can uh, reach back out to you. I'm just leaving an appointment now. I'll be in front of my computer and I will be able to get you on the phone and we can get all the questions answered. Okay. Thanks so much. And can you remind me your name again? My name is Frank and I'm with Curtis Realty Group and we're right there in Pinnacle. We're local. So if uh, it's something you want to go and see after we answer these questions, I'll be available to go and show it to you if you'd like to see it in person. All right. Pause it. Uh, or do you want to hear the rest of it? Because I have some there, comments. There, there's all five seconds left. Let's just play the last five seconds. Okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. There you go. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so Brian, here's what I would say, man, is that uh, I wouldn't end the call. No, I would not get off the phone and go in front of a computer. We don't need to do that. Agreed. I want to investigate. Yeah, I want to investigate. Like, does this guy have deep, uh, like deep specific questions about this property or are these just like glancing uh questions you know what i mean like are they surface level basic questions that i might be able to get done or even sometimes people present as yeah i'd like to know more about that property when all they want all they want to know is like can i make an appointment to go see it and the price looks good to me right so you know we, it might be super super shallow what the guy wants and we can continue on a conversation with him or it might be super deep and i discover okay hold on now i do need to back out of this we're gonna have to get in front of my computer and me talk to the listing agent on the side in order to get this stuff answered right so i i, I wouldn't bail like that i i generally teach people like stay in the conversation, get at least get, when you talk to a lead, even if it's in a, if, if, even if it's a, not a good timing for you, at least get through your discovery to help with the likelihood that they're going to answer the phone when you call again. Yeah, I agree. Because one of the things that hypothetically you could have done in this scenario is just say, look, um, I'll get all the, I'll, I'll <clears throat> gather all this information for you, everything that you want to know about the property, make sure the pictures are good, make sure we have everything, you know, 
and a lot of people look at houses online really just even then even to get their question answered might not get a real good feel for it do you have time by chance this afternoon to just go take a look at the property so that way i can get a real good feel for what you're looking for and that way we can answer any questions and who knows maybe being in the property some more will come up but either way you can get a, a first-hand touch for the properties how's something like that sound for you yep because the truth of the matter is I don't have to look up Jack then. I just go show and show the property. I got the MLS sheet. I got all the answers I need. I might talk to Angela in this case just to get an idea of what, you know, what that looks like. But at the end of the day, you know, um, yeah, it, it, there's an opportunity here to just sell the guy a house. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I, you know, I, I tend to operate under the belief that people, no matter what they say, will never call me back and will never pick the phone up again. Amen. Um, yeah, 100% of the time, you know, I always say it's very easy to cancel an appointment, harder to set one. So I would rather set an appointment. And I did look this up in hindsight, and he didn't know this at the time. This is a new construction, probably doesn't even exist yet. But that's not the issue here, because watch this. If I call you back and you don't answer the phone, what am I going to do? Please call me back. But if we've got an appointment at three o'clock, I can leave this message and with a text message and a voicemail. Dale, I really need to talk to you before our appointment at three o'clock today. It's really important. Yeah. That person will call me back because they don't want to get stood up or they don't want something to go badly. Now, if I just call you and say, Dale, I got that information for you. Like, I don't care. I, I didn't really want it in the first place. And you're not right. calling me back. But if you set an appointment with someone, super easy to cancel, right? But it's oh, yeah. very hard to it's very hard to do that. And I think I've said this before, but I had a company setting appointments for me seven or eight years ago. And this is when I got into doing this. I said, here, here's a copy of my schedule. They said, we don't want it. I'm like, what do you mean you don't want it? And they literally said, we're going to set appointments for you and cancel them if you need. And I was like, well, I don't love that, but I'll give it a try. Works just fine. You know, you call somebody up. Yeah, we had a two o'clock today and I'm really sorry. Unfortunately, um, I got double booked and I really apologize. So would you have time tomorrow or the next, you know, and, and people, I, I never once had someone cancel on me and never once did I not get a hold of that person because we had an appointment. So anyway, That's powerful funny. in my mind. That's great. Hey, I want to say this because I'm seeing it in the chat. Everybody, I apologize for the glitchiness of StreamYard. I'm going to say this publicly. We're firing StreamYard. I'm going to ask for my money back and we're not using them anymore. We're moving back to Zoom. This sucks. Uh, so StreamYard, get your SHIT together. <laughs> and by the way, you should have an integration with Zapier. So when people register for this, we can push it right into our CRM. So everybody go uh, tell StreamYard to get their crap together. Okay. Um, and, people and seem to like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, StreamYard, you are you are crapping the bed, StreamYard. Um, all right, so uh, damn it, I forgot the point I was going to make about setting appointments, Brian. Yes, it's way easier to cancel an appointment than it is to set one. Yeah, keep talking. I want to come back to the point I was going to make. Yeah, I was just going to say that you know it's super it's super easy to do that. You've got someone in the bone. You've got that rhythm going too, right? Just make the appointment. And and Dale and I have done that in the past. Like and, and to our, I think we've talked about this. I've literally set an appointment in a house that didn't exist. Like That's I found I out later. Say. Go ahead. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So you know, it, when we're doing training, Brian, you know, people are like, oh well, what happens if I look the property up and it's already pending or under agreement or whatever? And I'm like, first of all, stop looking the goddamn properties up. And they're like, well, how do I know whether I can show the house? I don't give a shit whether you can show the house or not, okay? Hey, you want to see the house uh, 10 minutes from now? Okay, great. I'm going to see if the sellers can accommodate you 
now I'm going to ask my questions of you. Okay. So I have theoretically almost set an appointment for 10 minutes from now, but I'm still going to have a damn conversation with you. Likewise, you should never know that the property is not available or pending because you haven't looked it up. So you're not lying when you set an appointment with them. It's not a problem. And you don't need to look it up to set an appointment. Yeah, it's interesting. What I what I found over the last, say, three to five years as we are now able and many, many MLSs allow this where um, and I can tell you, I did this in a house that I bought myself. I went on. I was my own agent. And then I would go on to showing time and I could set the appointment without ever speaking to anybody. You didn't have to call anybody. You didn't. So I feel like a lot of agents are doing that now during their discovery. Oh, when would you like to go see the house? Sometime tomorrow. Great. Let me pull up the list and the schedule. And they're going through and they're literally looking at available times to Dale's point. Stop it. Like, I understand. But I can promise you, if you call Dale back and say, hey, Dale, this is Brian. I I've got an issue with that time tomorrow. Can you please call me back so we can figure it out? Dale's going to call me back because he doesn't want to show up and waste his time. So set the appointment. And I, I love, I know you guys practice this at Smart Inside Sales, but literally making phone calls and, you know, role-playing without the MLS. It, and oh, it's yeah. a powerful, powerful thing to do. I learned yeah. it by accident because back in the early, you know, 2010, 2011, when I was buying Zillow back, leads, they back always in the, assumed, back in the caveman days. Yeah, they assumed I was the listing agent on every phone call I got because I was like one of the few people who was buying them back then. And they're like, hey, you're listing on 123 Main Street. I'm like, yeah, what can I tell you? You know, and <laughs> I never lied and told somebody I had a listing I didn't. But I would say, hey, what, what, what do you guys want to know about that property? And I that skill set served me and it'll serve you if you get over worrying about customer service. And this is my other analogy, customer service, people get really good ones, get paid 20 bucks an hour. I hope that you want to make a lot more than 20 bucks an hour. Stop being a, a customer service person and start being someone who's selling your services and providing a high level of service instead of focusing on, yes, it's a three bedroom, two bath, $375,000 with a 0.3 acre lot. That information is free on Zillow. Right. That, that's that's not a value anymore. It was 10 years ago, but it's not a value anymore. Right. I want to share how I stumbled upon do it without the damn info. Don't bring the house up. Back when I was working expireds and for sale by owners, especially, uh, you know, expireds, I'm like calling them on a, on a three line dialer. Right. Uh, I don't know who's going to pick up. I don't know what data it is that I'm going to have in front of me. And as soon as they pick up, it's go time. And I don't have the data until it's go time. And I can't be like, oh, hey, uh, stranger, uh, I'm a strange salesperson. Just hang out for a second while I figure out who you are and what the data is and how I'm going to approach you. So instead, it had to be like, it's go, it's sell. Like, who gives a shit what house it is? Do they want to sell it or not? Right. Or a FISBO, uh, you know, at the at the end of the day, are they willing to talk to a real estate agent or not? Like, that's all I needed to know. So yep. who gives a shit about what the house is? I'll sell any house that you'll let me. Well, within reason that you'll let me come take a look at. Right. And likewise with buyers, I'll sell you any house that you want to purchase. So I don't care what you're calling about. I just want to know who are you? Are you a this is what we tell our clients. Are you a ready, willing and able buyer or seller? That's what I need to know. I don't need to know which house. Yeah, 100%. Um, Sorry about the glitches, guys. Everybody's yeah, chatting. In the I'm, glitches. I'm, I'm apologizing for the glitches, too. So Nobody, um, Nobody's going to talk about how amazing my hair is. They're just going to talk about the glitches, Brian. You and know, I, I don't know what to tell you, Dale. 
I always think your hair is amazing, but uh, that's Thank another you. story. Look at, so. Look at me fishing for compliments. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, I think on that note, since the, uh, apparently we're having extreme technical difficulties and we are at the bottom of the hour, that uh, we will um, con wish a fond farewell to StreamYard and we will be back next week on Zoom. Yeah, this is our last episode on StreamYard, everybody. Aren't we so happy about that? Uh, and we'll see everybody again next week. Uh, have a great week. By the way, you know what we should do? Um, what we're going to do is we're going to drop the link where you guys can submit calls. So our loyal listeners out there, all you guys that are involved, listen, I, you know, I say this all the time. You get free coaching from from a couple of billion dollar guys. Right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hamming that up a little bit. We're we are. We, our advice is worth billions. Uh, Brian, our advice is worth billions, whether or not Amen. we are. Yeah. So basically you get some amazing hyper-skilled, experienced advice, you might get a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, what's that word? Uh, snark. <laughs> snark. You might get a little, <laughs> might, you might get a little, you know, noogie, uh, but it's all in good fun. And, you know, if you have a team, if you have ISA, submit their calls, man. Let's play those things. Get, you know, we can help you. We can be pen pals here. Uh, long distance, we can help you in your businesses. We can help you improve what it is your salespeople are doing, your ISAs, your agents, or yourself if you're listening, right? Submit those calls. We will post the link where you can upload those recorded calls to us, and then we'll play them here. We'll give you guys feedback, and we won't be mean to you. Right, Brian? We will not be mean. There's no reason to be mean. We may, we may give you some constructive criticism, though. We may make some analogies. <laughs> we may make some jokes. But we will give you constructive feedback to use, okay? Absolutely. And, and by the way, I, I hope you guys know that we do this in good fun. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of these people we know, some of the people that we don't know. But uh, and I did want to do this real quick. I wanted to give a shout out to Chris, who was the guy who presented the phone call. Apparently, you're working with him. He helped my daughter buy a house about about a month oh, ago. Wow, so, that's great. Small world. That's excellent, man. Yeah. So, you know, like Brian said, we do this uh, for people to support people. Most of these calls, well, all the calls that we play are either our respective clients or our respective agents or people that we're connected to. So they are people that have given us permission to play the calls and, and do that stuff. Awesome. Dale, I look forward to seeing you on Zoom next week and have an amazing week, everybody. Can't wait to get back to Zoom. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.